Welcome back to another podcast. Today we're going to discuss the Florida shooting. Um, I know this thing is about um, the president, his commentary he made the other day about giving school teachers guns. Do you agree with the president? Like, uh, if, should we give uh, school teachers guns? Uh, me, I think it's a bad idea. It's a recipe for disaster, to say the least, because those teachers, they are under a lot of stress on a regular basis and now you're gonna put guns on their hands to protect not only themselves but the children in the classroom I think the best way they should do it they should monetize the the, 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 the school with a 24-hour camera system with um, armed security guard and metal detectors and and then they, they, the, 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 the video cameras, they should um, record them, on, uh, catch them, they should hook them to the police station, that they, the police station should monitor them, monitor those, um, those videos on a, in real time in case something goes wrong in the school, they can apprehend the, the, the suspect right away. But um, giving teachers um, concealed weapons, that's a very bad idea. You and I know as parents, is not going to work out in the long term because those teachers they already uh, they can't really maintain those children as it is with no guns now you're going to put guns in their hands they already panic as it is anything panic them so i don't think that's a good idea moving forward i think they should just put a 24-hour surveillance in those schools and have security armed with um, guns in their hands um, to protect the school and metal detectors and i think that's the only way you can minimize the 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 crime but on the other aspect, I think those, those mass shootings are not happening by pure occurrence, united or coincidence. Um, those mass shootings happen because those are done by, the, by agents. You know, whenever those things happen, it's always a white child, a white male, and that's doing those crimes. And nine out of ten times, they say, oh, they were crazy. They didn't know what they were doing, so on and so forth, which I know is a whole bunch of baloney because uh, your mind does not wire like that. Now, I, we understand that you can kill one person at a time, two person at a time, maybe five at a time. But to, for you to go in there with a military-grade weaponry and discharge bullets in people, 17 people, you kill 17 people cold-blooded and walk out. And then you was operating, you didn't get a bullet. Those of us who watch uh, bank robbers go rob banks, nine out of ten times they get shot. You know, white or black, they get shot. So if a bank robber gets shot, and a person that go kills students should get also get shot too, and on sight. Especially when they have a military weapons in, in their hands. So that's all I got to say about this. Um, should we give teacher a concealed weapon? Should we as people, as the government, should we arm teachers with concealed weapons? Uh, let me call and let me know what you got to say about this topic. Take care. Good afternoon, ladies and gents. Um, this is John Rosenberg from the John Podcast, live from Jacksonville. Today, February 14, 2018. Today's Valentine's Day, which I don't celebrate. Uh, I think love, it has nothing to do with emotion. It, gotta be, it really got to do with, the Bible says it's got to do with the uh, 
Real love is keeping God's law. That's what love is. It's not an emotional, uh, emotional thing. It's uh, keeping true love is keeping God's law. If you study your Bible, you'll know that. But we're not gonna get biblical today. We're gonna stay. Uh, we're gonna stay in the political realm right now. Uh, our topic today is um, have MLK dream have become a nightmare for the so-called Negro, so-called African American in this country, in these United States. Uh, if so, what's your t- what's your take on it? Uh, I would like to know uh, your your perspective on it. Uh, whether you, uh, you, I don't care about your religion or your political stance. I just want to know your 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 real feeling about it. Especially people of color in this country. I would like to know your real feeling about it. Me, I know um, people like to say, "Oh, integration was good for for Negro American." I said, "No, I beg to differ. Integration was bad for Negro American. Collectively bad." Because if you look at the 50s and the 40s and the 30s, all the way to the 1900 or the 1800, black people they were doing very well. They had a lot, a lot of land. They owned a lot of businesses. But back when you look at the 1964, um, the Civil Act, the uh, the Civil Act, which is the Act, an Act is not a law. That's why they can take it away from you any any day now because it's an it's an Act. It's a favor. An Act is a favor. So it's not really a law. If you look at the Black Dictionary, they will tell you that that's an act. It's not a law. So that being said, if those of us who study law, you know that an act is not a law. It's a favor from the elite. And the liberals have really decimated the country. I don't care whether you vote Republican, Democrats, or Independent. But if you study uh, policies, foreign policies and domestic policies in this country, you notice that the liberal, the liberals have destroyed the black community from welfare to uh, to IRS to uh, the feminist movement. The list is endless. It goes on and on to the civil act, which was a communist movement. And most people don't know that the civil act movement have a lot of communism um, aspect to it if you really study it, you know. But um, like I said, uh, the so-called Negroes are the real Jews of this country, of the world, but are not the Zionist Jews in, in um, Israel. Let's keep that in perspective. They're not, the, the Zionist Jews are so-called, they, that's what they call them, Jewish. Ish means, the suffix means is, is, uh, is uh, pretending to, you know, like reddish, yellowish. So pretending to, that means they're not the real one. They are pretending to be Jews. They stuck uh, a language and they stole our last name. So that's why, and they still they, they hijacked the Judaism, because these people from Khazar, uh, Khazar is like is southern Russia, by the Red Sea. That's where they came from, by the Red Sea, um, southern Russia, Asia Minor to be precise, Asia Minor. So I would like to know you guys' perspective on that topic. Have MLK dream have become a nightmare for Negro American? As a whole, um, let me know your your opinion on that topic. Um, you feel free to come. It's an open forum. Like I said, today is, uh, is a cloudy day in Jacksonville, Florida. But um, I'm upbeat. It's been I've been thinking about it because since this is Black History Month, and then and I know Black history is world history. To be to be honest, it's, if you really study history, you know Black history is, um, is world history because we transcend culture, race, and religion. Black history options in race, culture, and religion. So to put us in the box, February is the shortest month and the coldest month of the year. So I hate that month. And to give us that the shortest month, I don't I don't agree with that. That's why I don't celebrate so so so-called Black History Month. I don't like to celebrate it because 
that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to our history. But our history is much profound, much deeper than that. Our history will go back to creation of this planet. So that's what I got to say on this topic. Call me in and let me hear your, your perspective. One love. Have a great day. Good morning, uh, ladies and gents. This is John from Jacksonville, Florida. Welcome to my podcast. Today we're going to talk about the misconception about Haiti. Now, Haiti, I've been in the news for the past few months. And um, whenever Haiti's in the news, or Africa for that matter, is also negative. The Western media always claim that Haiti is a poor country. But the truth, they don't tell you that Haiti have tremendous wealth and tremendous, have great culture, have a rich history. Haiti is the, it was the first black republic in the, in the Americas outside of Africa. So when you study the Americas, you must study Haiti first and foremost. Um, two dates you have to remember when you're referring to Haiti, 1492 and um, 1804. 1492, that's when Christopher, uh, Christopher Columbus, who happened to be, most people think he's a Spaniard, but he's not a Spaniard. He's, a, he's an Italian. Uh, that's his nationality. He's Italian. His name is Christopher Cologne, like the Cologne. Um, that's his name. Christian Cologne. He was working for the Queen of Spain, plus he was working for the Vatican's. So he came to this island. They call it Española, aka Haiti, aka Santo Domingo. When the Spaniard met the, when the French came to the island, they divide the island in two. Uh, consequently, they become two nations, but they are the same people. Don't get it twisted. Dominican. And, and Haitian are the same people but since the Spaniard and the French um, signed a contract to divide the island into two parts at one time Haiti was the pearl of the Caribbean Haiti from 1492 to 1804 Haiti for the war 12 year war with France um, to gain their independence um, after they gained their independence um, the western world um, America, England and France they put a embargo against Haiti policies um, and Haiti had to be reparation of 90 million dollars worth of gold which translated in today's money about 40 billion dollars in today's money so that's why Haiti is poor they never told you why Haiti is poor Haiti is poor because they had put embargoes and Haiti had paid reparation for over two almost 200 years to, for, to France and plus America invaded Haiti back in 1915 America invaded Haiti. They were there for about 10 years or 12 years. They were there occupying Haiti. And those days, from what I've read, they, they want Haiti to be part of America. But at the time, they said, uh, the Haitian government said no, because if we become part of America, we're going to lose our constitution. So we didn't want to do that. So consequently, they, they, put, they hated us because of that. And they stole a lot of gold uh, from Haiti at that time. And those go have never been returned. Um, they took those go to Fort Knox, from what I've read. Um, the U.S. government have never returned those go to uh, to Haiti. Now they they always say Haiti's poor. Now Haiti, you can make the argument that's poor part in Haiti. That's poor part in the United States. And the United States is supposed to be the the richest nation in the world, but we have about 50 billion people here in America. That's poor. But we don't tell people that a, a United States, you know, is a shithole. But we, there's a lot of shithole in the United States, to be precise. But Haiti have a great culture, a great history. Because since it's a black republic, they don't put that in the forefront. Imagine if Haiti was a, a European country. Haiti would be in every storybook, 
they would have probably make a Hollywood would probably make a hundred movies about Haiti by now. So, you know, those are the hypocrisy when it comes to a different uh, nation of color. Um, they have a tendency of not telling the truth about those countries. And they never told you what, how did, how did they get there? How did those countries get to that point? Same thing happened in Venezuela. You see how they, 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 they're starving over there. But it's the U.S. policies that make those countries starve. But Haiti is a great country. got a great people. It's a, have a great culture. And then they have tremendous wealth. It's just uh, unfortunate that a lot of people not, don't know that. Some of us do know it. Those of us who do research on our own and uh, um, really study. I say when you study in the Americas, and America is, is a continent, not the United States. But we, I'm referring to the, the continent of America. Whenever you study the history of the continent, you must put Haiti in the forefront. If you don't do that, you're going to miss a major part of the history of this uh, this great continent called America. So Haiti is the first black republic and they gained a, 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 their independence uh, since 1804. And they named Haiti High Mountains. That's what they named me, High Mountain. That's what I got to say on this topic. Call in, let me hear your perspective. Take care. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John from Live from Jacksonville. Today is Friday. It's the weekend. Everybody's getting ready for this weekend. I hope everybody had a great week. Um, today, our topic is going to be um, Should Oprah Winfrey win for president in 2020? Um, have you seen lately uh, this president being going on a rampage with a whole bunch of rhetoric? So, would you vote for Oprah if she run in 2020? And uh, what's your take about her as far as her being a running for president in 2020 uh, what's your perspective on that topic so call back and let me know what you think about Oprah running for president in 2020 I know she had a meeting with um, Bill Gates and all those big boys uh, plus she have the money and she have the connection uh, if Donald Trump can be president and uh, Oprah Winfrey definitely can be president that's my take on it but call in let's have an open discussion take care have a great day Good evening, welcome back to another podcast. This is John from Jacksonville, Florida. We are live tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the shooting. As you know, the past week, this past week here, there was a shooting, a shootout in um, South Florida. 17 people got was killed, mostly children. Um, it's just unfortunate that our government always try to blame stuff on other people when they all set up to get rid of the second amendment. Don't get it twisted. They try to get rid of the second amendment. Don't get it twisted. That's what they try to do. All this mass shooting, right? And you know this thing been going on for the past 15 years now. Every year there's a, a shootout. And most of them are done by Caucasian, to be exact. It's done by a Caucasian male. And if it was a black male that was doing those mass shooting, they would have put a gun law in place long time ago and you know when it comes to race um, the justice system is very biased and most of us who are colored we are well known well aware of that fact you cannot deny it you can you can you can disagree with that fact you know when it comes to the justice system they're very biased when they're dealing with the so-called black man or so-called muslim and muslim is not a race it's a religion first and foremost let's let's get that in perspective um, it's just sad that uh, this past week, these, these children had to die. You know, you don't send your children to go to school to get killed by an oxymoron. Um, yes, they said he had a mental disorder. Now, if he was a black kid that did that mass shooting, he would have been dead. He would've, they would have shot him dead. He would not make it out alive. 
Okay, they will not they, they will not be able to apprehend him. They would have shot him dead. So since he happened to be a, a white kid, a Caucasian male, he was able to get out alive. So the the government tried to get rid of the Second Amendment. They've been trying doing that for the last 20 years. But the past 10 years, they've been going at it very hard. Um, since Obama was elected, they've been going at um, heavy, trying to implement the New World Order, which they've been working on the past 100 years. Um, there's nothing new about the New World Order. It's been, uh, they've been working on it for the past 100 years. Um, Obama had put a lot of stuff in place, like the African Initiative, um, you know, the Obamacare. Now you have this idiot in the White House. Um, he tried to bring forth another war. And it's going to happen. It's prophesied. It's going to, there's going to be a World War III. Unfortunately, uh, most of us, we don't read. We have so many time wasted on sports, on um, holes in Atlanta. Um, a lot of those super shows that we watch and uh, we don't have time to really read and do research on foreign policies or domestic fa- uh, policies to be that, uh, to be exact. Um, this new world order is in place. Um, they try to do everything to get rid of the Second Amendment. All those masters, didn't, they're not done by, you know, you know, people, regular people. It's done by the government and we should, not, we should be aware of that. Those masters, they don't just occur out of thin air. Everything is set up and planned, okay? Don't get it twisted. Everything is set up and planned by the government, unfortunately. So those of us who have children that go to school, uh, it's a sad day for us to witness those uh, massacres. It's real sad. Being a parent myself, I know the, the sadness of that. Uh, to, to get a phone call from the school say your, your kid being shot or being injured by an idiot. So those of us... Um, who've been watching the news for the past few days and you guys saw all the footage. Um, they have been reported there were more than one shooter in the school. Um, some people said um, there was some video that was uploaded on YouTube. Um, they, the government put, YouTube put them down. They shut them down. So I don't know all the facts in that. All, all I know is that they try to get rid of the gun law, the Second Amendment. They try to get rid of the Second Amendment to bring, world, to bring in the New World Order, which they've been working on the past 100 years. Um, that's what I got to say about this shooting. Um, stay tuned. Um, don't be surprised. There's going to be more shooting. And this president, um, it's just so sad to see him in the White House. It's just sad. But anyhow, you guys can call in. Um, let me know what's your uh, perspective about the shooting. Uh, what is what we need to be done uh, as far as laws? Um, I want to hear your perspective on that uh, um, subject. Call me in. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg from John um, Rosenberg Podcast. Um, our topic today is going to be colorism. Um, colorism has become a phenomenon throughout the world. I don't care what city you're from, what country you're from, what language you speak, but colorism is, is a major factor for most copper tone people. Now, those of us who like to deep and dabble in different races mostly the, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the men and the women most mostly the men because men have a tendency to put pressure on women to look a certain way and i also have brothers that you know i have two daughters myself and i told them to love themselves as they are and we as people of color we have a tendency of not loving ourselves due to the fact of slavery you know slavery because the way slavery was implemented uh, we have a tendency of hating ourselves, and religion also play a major part of that. Also, slavery number one, religion number two, and you can throw politics and race number three. 
But um, colorism is a global phenomenon. Whether you're from East India, whether you're from Jamaica, whether you're from Nigeria, whether you're from America, you notice that all our women are bleaching. And bleaching is, 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 is bad for our skin. Any doctor can tell you, any dermatologist can tell you that. It damaged the epidermis. It damaged the skin, uh, the skin um, layer. So it damaged the skin cells. So when you bleach your skin, you have a tendency of getting sick because you have no, you take away the melanin that protect the skin from sun sun rays. So if you destroy the melanin, consequently you have a, you're gonna get burned. And that's why it is essential that we teach our daughters, our son, to love their colors especially our daughters because for a woman look is very is very prominent for them to look a certain way and that's why you got to start the children at a young age to love that to love themselves as they as they are that's why I'm not, I'm not big on wigs people say why are you not big on wigs i say wigs is a self-hatred even though some just because you wear it that means you hate yourself i'm not saying that because you wear it you hate yourself but that's the perception you give into the world when you see somebody, you walk down the road, you see this dark skin sister with a blonde wig or with a, a long ass a wig down to her, to, her, to her ass, you're like, what the hell is wrong with this chick? Why is she wearing this lace front wig all the way down to her? That's not her natural hair. Now, there, let's get that in perspective. There are some black women that have long hair, whether they're from Africa, whether they're from the Americans. They have a lot of beautiful black women whether they wear locks or they wear their hair regular they have really long natural hair but the media do not promote that the media always promote white or those exotic russian from siberia or sometimes they go to the philippines or brazil and brazil have like over 100 million people of black of, of dark complexion so let's keep that in perspective so we have a tendency of not loving ourselves due to religion race and slavery because we have been dumbed down for so, so many centuries now. We, we become self, we, we self-hate, we don't love ourselves. Consequently, it kind of project to the, you know, it, it project to the, uh, the people, to the, to the society that we as blacks, we don't love it. Not all of us now, there's a lot of, the, there a lot of us, you know, we don't love ourselves, but there's some of us that really care for ourselves. We love who we are, we love our history, we love the way we look, our big nose, our big lips, uh, dark complexion or light skin complexion, because we come a different shade of color. Let's give that a, a, a perspective. We come a different a shade of color. So, and this is for the woman mostly because a woman, you know, she's kind of, she's all into her look, where there's her hair, makeup, her outfit, she always into that look. Men too, but women, they're more, because men put a lot of pressure on them to look a certain way. That's why I tell a guy, if you get out date the woman the way she is, I'm not always going to get you a fat woman. I'm not saying that, because I'm big on health. So she have to be in shape. But I'm saying, you have to love her, whether she have dreads, afro, her long hair, regular long straight hair, you have to love her for you. I'm not big on wigs. If she got wigs, Hey, that's your, your take. I don't know. You can go for it or not. But if she have natural hair, whether it's an afro or twist or braid or, or dreadlocks, love her for who she is. Whether she's dark or she's light brown or light skin yellow, love her for who she is. That's what I got to say on this topic. Our topic is about colorism. 
Good afternoon, ladies and gents. This is the Lou Rock Show. Our topic today is religion is the greatest drug of all time. We're going to be talking about the religion as the greatest drug of all time. Um, this is an open forum. You're welcome to give me your perspective on this topic. Take care. Have a great day. Now, good afternoon, ladies and gents. This is John Rosenberg from John podcast live from Jacksonville, Florida. Today our topic is going to be about your health. Your, um, your, wealth, your wealth is in your health. A lot of us, we have a tendency of not taking care of our bodies, uh, especially the so-called Negro American. Not all of them are like that, but most of us, we like that. We don't take care of our bodies. In general, people in general, until they get sick, that's how they start taking care of their body. But by then, it's already too late for them to take care of their body because the body, they destroy their body throughout their youth. Now, when they get older, their bodies cannot function the way it should be functioning because of the poor dieting and the poor choices they make throughout their lives. So, and that your health is the greatest gift God gave you, you know. Whether you agree or disagree, that's a fact. You know, that's the greatest gift you can get. I don't care anything in the world, come, don't even come close to your health. And a lot of us, we take our health for granted because we're so concerned about our careers, our relationship, whether it's work relationship, you know, husband and wife relationship, dating relationship. We're more concerned about those things, the, you know, sports, you know, religion. Those things occupy our time and then we have a tendency of forgetting about our health. And and when we do that, we kind of backfire on us as we get older. Because if you don't take care of your body, your body won't be able to take care of you. You understand what I'm saying? So your health, your wealth is in your health. So you must take care of your health no matter what happened to you. You must put your health as first priority. I don't care what's going on in your life. And we all have busy life. You know, my, I'm a father myself. I have children. And those of us, those of us who have children, y'all can testify to that. Sometimes you got, you don't have the time to hit the gym. Um, you have to make time. And not only you don't have to hit the gym all the time. You can do push up and sit up at your house. You can do jumping jacks if you choose to, or you can walk a couple miles from, you know, if you want to do that. Because you, working out is about discipline. So you must have a regimen. You have to watch what you eat. I'm not a vegan by any means. So if you if you're wondering, <laughs> is he a vegan? No, I'm not a vegan. But um, I do watch what I eat. I do drink a lot of water. And I tell people, if you don't have a two or three bowel movement per day, you, you're sick. You're a sick person. You need to go to the doctor. So if you don't have two or three bowel movement per day, listen to what I'm saying. If you don't have at least three bowel movement per day, if you have two, it's okay. One, <laughs> you borderline. But you need to have at least two or three bowel movement per day for you to be a healthy human being. And you have to drink lots of water and eat a lot of fruit and vegetables. You have to stay away from, you know, the grease, the fried food, all that. And because a lot of our food have GMOs in them. So consequently, it kind of backfires in our health because the GMOs is not conducive to our health. So a lot of food is full of, you know, sugar, full of salt, full of a lot of stuff in it. So if you look at the people in the 60s and in the 50s, they were more healthy than the people that's living right now because the, fil- the food was more wholesome now. Because if you look at the cow, they feed cows supposed to eat grass. Let's be real about that. They're not supposed to eat corn. The reason why those farmers feed them corn because the, is the high in demand from those, from those companies like McDonald's. They want them to get them fat so they can slaughter them. 
So consequently, that those hormones go into our bloodstream and damage our bodies. Because you're not supposed to feed a cow corn. Naturally, the cow should eat grass. So is the goat, so is the sheep. But when you feed them corn, you destroy the, the, the chemical inside the body. And consequently, it, it, just, it also destroys us as human beings by consuming those kind of meat. So you, that's why you have to be very very mindful what you eat me per- personally i don't eat out people say why you don't eat out i say people are nasty so i like to cook my own food but um if you do eat out hey you have to be careful what you eat uh, people are very nasty um, when it comes to cooking food they don't prepare the food anyway they don't wash their hands and your hands when you're dealing with food in general you have to constantly washing your hands so i've witnessed uh, people I used to be a cook myself, so I've witnessed people go to the kitchen, they don't wash their hands. So that's why I don't eat out a lot of time. I, eat, I mostly eat, I cook my own food. So your wealth is in your health. Those are, that's our topic today. So you feel free to talk about this segment. Uh, this is my second segment for the day. The first one is uh, have MLK dream become a nightmare for the Negro American. And this one is your your wealth is in your health. So call in, let me, let me know about your perspective. Take care, have a great day. Good evening, my people. This is John from Jacksonville, Florida. Man, last night, the Eagles, man, <laughs> what a game. It was epic, man. Tom Brady, 12 for 500 touchdown, 500 yards. That's uh, 505, if I'm not mistaken, but um, it was a great game. I told you guys, I've been telling you guys for weeks that the Eagles was going to get this one. Y'all didn't believe me. I, th- I thought I was delusional. I told you that. Eagles have the best defense. Now on the offensive side, they equally match. You know, they equally match with the New England Patriots. Plus, they were much deeper than um, um, New England, and plus they had less injury than New England. But that being said, it was an epic game. Uh, I mean, Kevin Hart went crazy. <laughs> I mean, this guy was out of his mind last night, drunk and acting silly. But I understand, you know, where he's coming from because you know that's his that's his town. And he's from Philadelphia, and um, Will Smith, you know, he he went bananas on on YouTube and and uh, on Instagram. Um, it was it was widely for uh, um, you know they've been waiting for this championship for decades now, for about over thirty years, man. You know, they've been waiting for this um, championship. You know, the the Philadelphia city did well; it's well deserved. Uh, I think anybody can agree with me. That the world, they need that championship for that. The city of Philadelphia need it. Even though it's a blue-collar city, but they need that championship. I'm very happy for them, even though I'm not from Philadelphia. But I, I've been there many times, so I know the city. Uh, it's a great city, but I'm just telling you guys. You guys, your, your New England Patriot friend, they were shocked. Some of them was not that surprised, but a lot of them were shocked. You can see the, the stun in their faces. It was like <laughs> priceless. To say the least, but um, like I said, um, I people say you should have bet on this game. I say I should have, but um, I didn't bet on it. But um, like I said, I've been saying this for weeks that I pick out um the Eagles to win this game. But I would like to know you guys' point of view, perspective on this game and the post game. Uh, what you think about Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady legacy? What you think about the Eagles' future? Are they going to repeat next year? What's going on next year with them? Uh, what you think about the, the Eagles quarterback or the whole team in, as a whole? But I would like to get you guys' perspective. One love. Welcome back 
Uh, our topic this morning is going to be about women tra- uh, sex trafficking in America and around the world. Uh, just about sex trafficking, um, children shot trafficking around the world. So I want to hear your perspective on that topic. Um, this is an open forum. You guys are welcome to, to call and end and discuss what is your perspective on sex, tra- um, sex trafficking in this country and around the world. What is your perspective on that topic? Um, I would like to congratulate the, the Eagles for being New England. Um, that game was epic last night. I know you guys enjoying the game. It was a great game. It will go down the history books as one of the greatest Super Bowl. Um, so I'm happy for them, and um, I hope you guys have a great day. Join me now to discuss sex trafficking in this country and around the world. What is your perspective on that subject? Have a nice day. Good morning, everybody. This is John from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, our topic today is um, the hypocrisy in the U.S. government when it comes to foreign policies. And uh, after watching the the President Trump State of the Union, there's a lot of lip service he gave the the the, the people. Which, when you do the fact check, you know that all oh, of his lip service did not facts. Unemployment is inaccurate. All that stuff he's talking about is inaccurate. Majority of it. Uh, I would like to know your view, your point of view about the state of un- of the union, and American policy, foreign policy. Good afternoon, ladies and gents. This is the Lou Rock Show. Our topic today is religion is the greatest drug of all time. We're going to be talking about the religion as the greatest drugs of all time. Um, this is an open forum. You're welcome to give me your perspective on this topic. Take care. Have a great day. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville, Florida. Today is Sunday, the 25th of February, 2018. Um, today our discussion is going to be um, spirituality versus religion, or religion versus spirituality. Now, I have the dic- uh, Webster Dictionary that defines what religion is. Uh, really, there are three definitions, but the one I chose was um Religion is a personal set or institutionalized, listen to the keyword institutionalized, system of religions, religious belief, attitude, and practices. Now, I repeat again, religion is a personal set or, uh, or institutionalized system of religious belief, attitude, and practice. Now, the keyword in this is institutionalized, which means we translate to conditioning. When you institutionalize somebody, you condition them to believe one way or the other, whether bad or good. Now, spirituality is a relating to consistent of affecting the spirit. It has to do with your spirit, not with your religion. Now, those of us who study the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, well, you have not seen any word that's a religion, maybe once or twice. Uh, God's always referring to laws and statutes. Because he knew that by giving you religion, it will confuse you. He give you laws and statutes to follow. Now, moving forward, the Vatican, ever since Constantine, they have bring a lot of paganism into our religion. Now, those of us um, who knows the twelve tribe of Israel were Negroes. They, they were not white people. Now, the so-called Jews, they, they came from Kazakhstan, and um, 
in the Black Sea in southern Russia. If you study the the, the Khazars, you know that they came from by the, the Black Sea in southern Russia. Now, move forward in 1948, uh, when the, the, the Belfort De Declaration was established, that's when they moved to Israel. Now, spirituality is something that you were born with. A child knows wrong from right. Every child knows wrong from right. Nobody have to teach you that. You know it from by doing certain things, you know it. Now, those of us who go to church, because I picked this today's um, Sunday, I picked today specifically to discuss this topic. Because a lot of us right now, we in church, so the so-called Christian, we go to church. When you know that Sunday is the first day of the week, um, Saturday is the day we should worship, which is the Sabbath day, which the Bible referred to, if you study your Bible. The Sabbath day is the day of worship, not Sunday. Your Sabbath day starts on Friday evening to Saturday evening. That's when you should take a rest. Now, that doesn't mean if you have an emergency, you can you have to take care of your emergency. If you have a guest coming to your house, you have to prepare your house. But besides that, God won't get mad with you. But as long as you keep the day as day of worship, not Sunday. Sunday was given to us by Constantine during the, the Council of Nicaea. The Council of Nicaea, if you study religion, you will notice that they had a Council of Nicaea. And that's when the emperor of Rome, Constantine, uh, implement the Sunday worshiping we, we date, which, which dates back to Egypt uh, Egyptian the Egyptian used to worship the sun god uh, if you study Egyptian uh, mythology you know that they worship the sun and that's why God was angry with them because God said I give you the sun as a start to replenish the earth but not to worship so they were worshiping the sun consequently God get mad with them and God destroyed their dynasty and they had great dynasty to say the least but he was destroyed because of the worshiping of the sun now moving forward to 2018 a lot of us have been conditioned to believe one way or the other whether you're muslim whether you're hindu um, uh, judaeus uh, buddhist is the same concept because religion is a conditioning and we as a people of color have been destroyed on a mentally uh, on a spiritual level on a mental level on a physical level on a spiritual level, we, we don't know who we are, where we came from. On a mental level, we can't even think for ourselves because we've been so conditioned for many centuries. And on a physical level, your, our body cannot function right because we don't have the right knowledge to take care of ourselves. And consequently, it decimates our, uh, our people throughout the world, not only in America, but throughout the world, Africa, Asia, you name it, Europe we have destroyed our people that's why we have to stay away from religion and we need to be more spiritual that's all i gotta say on this topic calling let's let's talk our topic is going to be the hypocrisy in the spanish community now we know donald trump has been so divisive since he got elected i want to go much deeper in this topic i know a lot of people say oh why are you talk about the spanish community they always support a black community no, hell no, they never did, and they never will. Let me explain. In the 1970s, when the Spanish was coming here, in the 60s, they all claimed white. In the census, they all claimed white. They didn't put black, they put, they put white. 95% of them put white. Now, if you're from Cuba or Dominican Republic, or you're from Mexico, you may have a different perspective when it comes to race in your country. All those countries, like Puerto Rico is an island, in Brazil, they were is is a big country, and there's a lot of 
diversity in those countries, but they're very racist towards people of color, people of dark skin pigmentation. Don't get it twisted. A lot of them, they always come here, say, oh, papi, you know, we are the same people, but we are not the same. Um, they treat us different. You know, the black, the one they like to call Moreno. Moreno is, is black in Spanish or Negro. It comes from the line where Negro is black. And But back in the 1600s, when you said Negro, that was novelty. When you said that word, it, it come with a lot of power behind it. Now, when you see somebody use Negro, it's not about it being offensive a lot of time, but there's a possibility when they're talking to a black person, they're being offensive. Or Moreno, whenever you see a Spanish person say Moreno, you look at their facial expression. And 95% when they're talking, they, they say with some kind of attitude, like, oh, you Moreno, this, you Moreno, that. They're not saying to, to uplift you, to just to downgrade you. A lot of Latinos will tell you that, oh, I don't like Moreno. I'm like, nigga, you Moreno yourself. I'm like, you, you're not white. You're not Blanco. So uh, the hypocrisy, that's why, um, and a lot of those hip-hop, I blame a lot of those uh, hip-hop um, rappers that put those Spanish women in the video. People, the, the brother was saying that uh, Spanish women, I said, we put them on the pedestal because we did that to our own, you know, the black women should be in pedestal for the most part, but because of their behavior, not all of them now, let me be clear, not all black women act ratchet now. You know, you have a good amount, you about you say about 70, 80 of them act ratchet in this country, especially in this country, 80% of them act ratchet. Now, I'm not, that's why I want to make that clear. I'm not going to say all black women behave like that. So... The Latin community, they never support the black community. Now, they come here to get the green card. Once they get the green card, they give us the finger. And I tell people that all the time. That's why I don't support none of that stuff. Like, the music, yeah, I listen to the music, but am I going back to the store and buy a Daddy Yankee album? Hell no. Or am I going buy a Jennifer Lopez album? Hell no. I don't. They don't support us. They, I don't support them. And that's why we as black, we need to stop supporting all those uh, ethnicities that come to this country, even though we built this country from scratch, and when they come here, they look down on us because they feel that they they they, they have a light skin or they speak a better language, uh, they speak Spanish. I like you better speak Spanish. Most Latinos speak Spanish correctly, and you're not from Spain. Except if your dad is from Spain, then you're a Spaniard. But if if your dad is not from Spain, you're a Moreno. That's how we look at you. You're a Moreno. You're a colored person. You know what I'm saying? You might be light skin, but you're still colored. But uh, a lot of those Latinos, they have this attitude towards black American, like uh, not, not only black American, just black in general. In their country, it depends if you're from Colombia, Cuba, a lot of Cubans, they're very racist. People say, why do you say that? Because I've been around that community. A lot of those Cubans, the white Cubans, especially not the, the Dawson Cubans, the white Cubans, they have this racial, I mean, they're so racist. They're even worse than those white people here in America. And they're very racist, those black people, those white Cubans in Miami. And you know who you are. I'm, I'm talking to all of you guys. And the Dominicans, most of them are black, but they hate the Haitian, and they came from the same bloodline, which is idiotic, to say the, the, the least. But they are the same people. But because one speaks Spanish, the other speaks Haitian, Creole, and French, they think they're so much superior than Haitian. I'm like, nigga, you're not superior than Haitian. Actually, in retrospect, Haitians are more superior than you because the average Haitians speak about full language. The average Haitian, let's keep it real, especially those of us who travel, we speak about five, 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 five languages on average, four to five languages. The Dominican, they only speak one or two languages, which is Spanish and English. The average Haitian that travel, they can speak four languages. They speak the Haitian Creole, they speak French, 
and they speak uh, English and other languages. So that's all I have to say on this topic. You guys can call in and tell me your uh, take about it. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, today we're going to talk about American versus African. Uh, what are they? What are they about? Where the term African came from? So we're going to discuss that because a lot of people get a lot of misconceptions who we are as Americans. Now we are American by bloodline. Now yes, most of us we migrated from Africa a thousand years ago. Africa is a cradle of civilization if you study history. Nobody can argue that, nobody, unless you're oxymoron. Um, if you want to argue that aspect, you look stupid because Africa is the cradle of civilization. Now that being said, we left Africa a thousand years ago and we built a dynasty here throughout the Americas. And America too is a continent, it's not a country. Like I keep telling people, stop saying America is a country. America is a continent. You have North America, which is Canada, and these United States. Then you have Central America, which is Mexico, Guatemala, Panama, and the Caribbean islands. Then you have South America, which is Brazil, all the way down to Chile, which is the South Pole. So if you study geography, you know that. But a lot of us, we don't study geography. We're so stupid, we don't have the time to study it. Now, we are not African, okay? Let's keep that clear. Now, I have nothing against Africa. I know I'm, no, I'm going to get a lot of backlash from the, from the Black Power Movement, from the Pan-African Movement. I can care less. Uh, the truth shall set us free. Now, when the forefathers took the land, they stole the land, they knew that we were not African. And a lot of people don't understand that. There was a lot of people, black people ruled Spain and Italy and France and Germany and England. We ruled those places for thousands of years. Black people ruled Europe for thousands of years. Even Russia, you can see that we were in Russia also. And there were a lot of black from, they were but from Portugal and Spain. And that's how you get the word more. The more, the word more means black in Latin. So the Moors Empire, they controlled Spain, Portugal, and Italy before the woman was there. They was running stuff. Now, consequently, when slavery was implemented by the Vatican, see the Vatican put a decree to go get, to go get Negroes. And you ask yourself, how come they didn't get every African in the continent? They pick a specific people. They didn't just go to Africa. And Africa is very vast. Okay, it's a very vast land. They didn't pick all Africans. They pick a specific people, which they call the Negroes. We are not African. We come from the 12 tribe of Israel. That's who we are. And we are American by bloodline. And America had great dynasty too. That's just as great as Africa, African dynasty. But we were not taught that in school because we were so conditioned to believe that we all came from Africa. Yeah, we came from Africa thousand years ago. But we was already here prior to Columbus in 1492, uh, prior to Christopher Columbus. He's not even Spaniard, he's a, he's a freaking uh, Italian, he's not even Spaniard. Yeah, Christopher Cologne, that's his name, Christopher Cologne, like the Cologne. He's not, he's not even Spaniard, he's a, he was an explorer, which he came with the Moors out of Spain, out of Portugal. That's why you get the word Perez, Alejandro. Uh, Vasquez, Cruz, those are black nobility names. You know, uh, Santiago, all those names are black nobility names. So those, those, what they were doing, they was bringing black people out of Spain and Portugal and bring them to the New World, 
to work the, the plantation. Then they will kill our, our people, our kings and queens, and that's how they took, they will stole the land and the wealth of that land. Uh, the, the migration was from Spain and Portugal. They brought all of us from Spain and Portugal to migrate in the island in the Americas. But there was already Capitan uh, people here in America. If you study Christopher Columbus letters, you will see that where we refer to us as Negroes or Capitan people. He never used the word Native Indian. He never used the words African. In those days, they didn't use the term African. The term African came from the general, the woman general Africanus. Africanus was a general, uh, a woman general. When the woman conquered North Africa, uh, they, they named it Africa after the, after the woman general Africanus. Africanus was a woman general. And the original name of Africa was Ethiopia. Ethiopia was the original name of Africa. And the other name for in East India was uh, East Ethiopia was named India. So that's all I got to say about this topic. Call and let's discuss. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, today we're going to talk about American versus African. Uh, what are they? What are they about? Where the term African came from. So we're going to discuss that because a lot of people get a lot of misconceptions who we are as Americans. Now we are American by bloodline. Now yes, most of us we migrated from Africa a thousand years ago. Africa is a cradle of civilization if you study history. Nobody can argue that, nobody unless you're oxymoron. Um, but if you want to argue that aspect you look stupid because Africa is the cradle of civilization. Now that being said, we left Africa thousands of years ago and we built a dynasty here throughout the Americas. And America too is a continent, it's not a country. Like I keep telling people, stop saying America is a country. America is a continent. You have North America, which is Canada, and these United States. Then you have Central America, which is Mexico, Guatemala, Panama, and the Caribbean islands. Then you have South America, which is Brazil, all the way down to Chile, which is the South Pole. So if you study geography, you'll know that. But a lot of us, we don't study geography. We're so stupid, we don't have the time to study it. Now, we are not African, okay? Let's keep that clear. Now, I have nothing against Africa. I know I'm, no, I'm going to get a lot of backlash from the, from the Black Power Movement, from the Pan-African Movement. I can care less. Uh, the truth shall set us free. Now, when the forefathers took the land, they stole the land, they knew that we were not African. And a lot of people don't understand that. There was a lot of people, black people ruled Spain and Italy and France and Germany and England. We ruled those places for thousands of years. Black people ruled Europe for thousands of years. Even Russia, you can see that we were in Russia also. And there were a lot of black from, they were both from Portugal and Spain. And that's how you get the word more. The more, the word more means black and Latin. So the Moors Empire, they controlled Spain, Portugal, and Italy before the woman was there. They was running stuff. Now, consequently, when slavery was implemented by the Vatican, see the Vatican put a decree to go get, get, to go get Negroes. And you ask yourself, how come they didn't get every African in the continent? They pick a specific people. They didn't just go to Africa. And Africa is very vast. Okay, it's a very vast land. They didn't pick all Africans. They pick a specific people, which they call the Negroes. We are not African. We come from the 12th tribe of Israel. That's who we are. 
and we are American by bloodline. And America had great dynasty too. That's just as great as Africa than African dynasty. But we were not taught that in school because we were so conditioned to believe that we all came from Africa. Yeah, we came from Africa thousand years ago. But we was already here prior to Columbus in 1492. Uh, prior to Christopher Columbus. He's not even Spaniard. He's a, he's a freaking uh, Italian. He's not even Spaniard. Yeah, Christopher Cologne, that's his name. Christopher Cologne, like the Cologne. He's not... He's not even Spaniard. He's a he was an explorer, which he came with the Moors out of Spain, out of Portugal. That's where you get the word Perez, Alejandro, uh, Vasquez, Cruz. Those are black nobility names. You know, uh, Santiago. All those names are black nobility names. So those those what they were doing, they was bring black people out of Spain and Portugal and bring them to the New World to work the the plantation. Then they will kill our, our people, our kings and queens, and that's how they took, they will stole the land and the wealth of that land. Uh, the, the migration was from Spain and Portugal. They brought all of us from Spain and Portugal to migrate in the island in the Americas. But there was already Capitone uh, people here in America. If you study Christopher Columbus letters, you will see that where we refer to us as Negroes or Capitone people. He never used the word Native Indian. He never used the words African. In those days, they didn't use the term African. The term African came from the general, the woman general, Africanus. Africanus was a general, uh, a woman general. When the woman conquered North Africa, uh, they, they named it Africa after the, after the woman general, Africanus. Africanus was a woman general. And the original name of Africa was Ethiopia. Ethiopia was the original name of Africa. And the other name for in East India was uh, East Ethiopia was named India. So that's all I got to say about this topic. Call and let's discuss. Welcome back to another podcast. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville, Florida. Today is Sunday, the 25th of February, 2018. Um, today our discussion is going to be um, spirituality versus religion, or religion versus spirituality. Now I have the dic- uh, Webster Dictionary that define what religion is. They have three definitions, but the one I chose was um, religion is a personal set or institutionalized, listen to the keyword institutionalized, system of religions, religious belief, attitude, and practices. Now, I repeat again, religion is a personal set or, uh, or institutionalized system of religious belief, attitude, and practice. Now the key word in this is institutionalized, which means we translate to conditioning. When you institutionalize somebody, you condition them to believe one way or the other, whether bad or good. Now spirituality is a relating to consistent of affecting the spirit. It has to do with your spirit, not with your religion. Now those of us who study the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, well, you have not seen any word that's a religion, maybe once or twice. Uh, God's always referring to laws and statutes because he knew that by giving you religion, it will confuse you. he give you laws and statutes to follow. Now, moving forward, the Vatican, ever since Constantine, they have bring a lot of paganism into our religion. Now, those of us um, who know the 12 tribes of Israel were Negroes. They, they were not white people. Now the so-called Jews, they came from Kazakhstan and um, and the Black Sea. 
in southern Russia. If you study the the, the Khazars, you know that they came from by the, the Black Sea in southern Russia. Now, move forward in 1948, uh, when the, the, the Belfort De Declaration was established, that's when they moved to Israel. Now, spirituality is something that you were born with. A child knows wrong from right. Every child knows wrong from right. Nobody have to teach you that. You know it from by doing certain things, you know it. Now, those of us who go to church, because I picked this today's um, Sunday, I picked today specifically to discuss this topic. Because a lot of us right now, we in church, so the so-called Christian, we go to church. When you know that Sunday is the first day of the week, um, Saturday is the day we should worship, which is the Sabbath day, which the Bible referred to, if you study your Bible. The Sabbath day is the day of worship, not Sunday. Your Sabbath day starts on Friday evening to Saturday evening. That's when you should take a rest. Now, that doesn't mean if you have an emergency, you can you have to take care of your emergency. If you have a guest coming to your house, you have to prepare your house. But besides that, God won't get mad with you. But as long as you keep the day as day of worship, not Sunday. Sunday was given to us by Constantine during the, the Council of Nicaea. The Council of Nicaea, if you study religion, you will notice that they had a Council of Nicaea. And that's when the emperor of Rome, Constantine, uh, implement the Sunday worshiping we, we date, which, which dates back to Egypt uh, Egyptian the Egyptian used to worship the sun god uh, if you study Egyptian uh, mythology you know that they worship the sun and that's why God was angry with them because God said I give you the sun as a start to replenish the earth but not to worship so they were worshiping the sun consequently God got mad with them and God destroyed their dynasty and they had great dynasty to say the least but he was destroyed because of the worshiping of the sun now moving forward to 2018 a lot of us have been conditioned to believe one way or the other whether you're muslim whether you're hindu um, uh, judaism uh, buddhist is the same concept because religion is a conditioning and we as a people of color have been destroyed on a mentally uh, on a spiritual level on a mental level on a physical level on a spiritual level, we, we don't know who we are, where we came from. On a mental level, we can't even think for ourselves because we've been so conditioned for many centuries. And on a physical level, your, our body cannot function right because we don't have the right knowledge to take care of ourselves. And consequently, it decimates our, uh, our people throughout the world, not only in America, but throughout the world, Africa, Asia, you name it, Europe we have destroyed our people that's why we have to stay away from religion and we need to be more spiritual that's all i gotta say on this topic calling let's let's talk